Jojo, looking back, was it really all worth it? So many burning questions. So little time. I'm Carol Afori and this is the Carol Afori Podcast, where we answer all the questions that keep going around in circles in your head. This time, we're asking reality TV star Jojo Robinson, who spent over 800,000 rand on multiple mommy makeover procedures. Was it all worth it? So Jojo Robinson is one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Durban and officially the most tattooed housewife in the history of The Real Housewives franchise. Now, Jojo is also a mom and she's here today to speak about her experiences with her mommy makeover. All right. This has become so, so popular amongst moms, young women uh, to do cosmetic procedures, to feel their best self. Right. Now, the mommy makeover is becoming more and more popular and statistics show that in the last decade, right, tummy tucks have increased by 85%, breast lifts by 70%, and breast augmentations by 40%. So this is something obviously I've also been looking at, and I always feel like you shouldn't just go streaming the internet for stuff. Speak to people who've done things, and you'll get the answers. So we're paying some attention to Mummy Makeovers on the Carol Ofori podcast and Jojo Robinson's in the studio. Hey, Jojo, how are you doing? Hey, Carol. Good. Good to see you. Good to be back. Listen, you look good, right? girl. Right? It's all that's the Mummy Makeover. You look good, girl. Like, wow. Right, okay. We have, to, we have to keep up. Got to keep up. I love it. Yeah. So, um, first of all, thank you for being so candid. Um, of course. And, and, and being so open to talk about these procedures. Because a lot of women do these procedures mm. and they don't tell anybody. 100%. And I've been very open on my Insta, my socials about um, everything that I've done because I feel like a lot of women find like it's shameful in a way. I don't mm. know. Mm. Like they don't want people to know mm. that they've had this procedure done. And to me, I'm like, if there's something available that we can do mm. that can make you feel better, then go for it. It doesn't mm. have to be for anyone else. It can be for yourself. So right. 100% any questions you want to know? I am the one. <laughs> yeah. And you've been so candid. I mean, I remember you documenting your last procedures. Yes, I did. And I you did. literally took us on a journey. And I know I you had like you... like thousands of views and people. Yeah. In. Massive, massive, yeah. massive. Yeah. So I literally, from the day I went into hospital for the surgery, mm. I took everyone through the actual, okay, not the actual surgery because I can't film that. <laughs> but explaining yeah. the surgery, everything to do with the surgery, the aftercare, how my healing was, the ups and downs through the healing. Um, I think it's important for people to know the full 360 spectrum of what they're doing if they're interested in it. So yeah. if I can be help other than, you know, Google, because I don't think Google is very helpful sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I can be a real person that they can look to for advice or even just how does this work? I'm happy to do that. I'm here to help. There we go. So we're going to get into it, right? Let's get into it. Firstly, I'd like to ask, mm. and it's so awkward. I feel like I'm. It's evasive me asking these questions. Ask, but ask. I'm glad that it's not awkward for not you. At all. Not but at how all. How many procedures have you had? Wow. You know, from your face to your body to everywhere. I mean, I don't think I can count. Like, I would have to literally sit and count them out. Yeah, but. <sighs> Altogether, maybe 20 plus, but major surgeries, maybe six or seven, okay. possibly. Yeah, but I mean, if we're counting in the face, the teeth, everything else that I've done, but major surgeries, I have had, should I just count them out? Yeah, count them out. Magic. I want to hear. 
Right, so my first surgery was a plain breast augmentation. We just did a plain normal breast augmentation where they just cut under the boob. They didn't do the lift. They just cut under the boob and we put the boobs in. Unfortunately, you know, I did it and I was like, oh, I didn't go big enough, as people do. Mm -hmm. So always make sure you are happy with the size and don't go too small because the thing is with surgery – you will swell up after surgery, and that's the size you like, and it will go down. <laughs> after the, yeah. It will go down. It does go down. So um, the minute I was able to do a second surgery, I went straight through, and I think that was about eight months after that. Yeah. I don't recommend that, but listen, I'm, do I, I'm a very impulsive person. <laughs> so I did a second surgery to go bigger. So I think my original size was around 400cc, and I went up to 600cc. So that was the two first breast augmentations that I had, both of which were normal breast orgs, so not complicated lifts. And then, obviously, I had my son, my little bundle of love, and I decided that, obviously, afterwards, your boobs, you know, they they ain't looking like they used to after (laughs) after the, the, the baby comes out. And with my son, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but I did IVF. So full of hormones, and those hormones caused me to gain like 40 kilos. Wow. I actually need to show you a picture. You wouldn't recognize me. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so I was about 40 kilos heavier. So 40 kilos on your body can do some damage. Like it can do some damage on the boobs. Mm. So what used to be perfect boobs obviously dropped and, you know, sagged. Anyway, I made the call that, I needed to have it sorted out. Right. So went in for my third op. We did a lift now. Now we had to do a lift. So what a lift entails is basically you don't just put the implants. You literally cut the whole like under the boob up. They call it a lollipop. So they cut your. Can I say this? They cut your nipples off. <laughs> yes. You can I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They cut your nipples off. Um, they cut down, so it looks like a lollipop, and then the whole bottom of your breast. And essentially, this is to tighten the boob. So mm-hmm. all of the loose skin that you had, it can tighten. Mm-hmm. So with this surgery, I also added in lipo, and I was like, okay, because you know, a little bit, I got a little bit of extra, so mm-hmm. I added in lipo. And that was boobs number three. Unfortunately, (laughs) I, with age, a few like two years later, decided that with my third surgery, I was still in the big phase. So we did 600s again, big 600 cc's. And two years later on, I just thought my body is not suiting big boobs anymore. I felt like my back was like sore. I had complications from having big boobs. Wow. As nice as they are, they are also uncomfortable. Yeah. It is uncomfortable. It's hard to find tops because I have a tiny waist and I had these big boobs. So I was having to have stuff altered all the time. So then I made the decision to have a fourth surgery. And in this one, we took the boobs down a few sizes. So we went back down under 400, did another lift because now we had already, they were bigger. Mm -hmm. So we had to make them smaller. So we did another lift. And there we are, surgery number four. And with that, again, I chose to do lipo. Yeah. Now, sorry, I'm talking so much. Is this fine? Yes, we (laughs) want the whole story. So that was surgery number four with lipo. The problem was now I had done lipo twice in two surgeries and that had left me with loose skin. So people need to understand when you're doing these makeovers and lipo is not the be all and and end all Mm. so you can't just do lipo liposuction and think like okay my body's going to be cool now because essentially what they're doing is they're taking all the fat out of your stomach and 
their skin has nowhere to go, so the skin sags. Oh no! So you, the more lipo you actually do, it's probably going to look worse than if you actually had the weight on. So this is something you need to think about. Hmm. So now skip back a few years after that. I always moaned to Calvin. I said to him, "Babe, like." It's not a case of financial. I'm very lucky that it's not a financial constraint because it's extremely expensive, these surgeries. Yeah. Um, extremely expensive. And I said to, to Calvin, I'm like, babe, I'm so unhappy. I had this patch on the bottom of my stomach. And I said, babe, I'm like, I'm very unhappy with this. Please, can we just, can I just do a tummy tuck? I've been wanting to do it since two surgeries prior. So I wanted to do it with the first time I did liposuction, but obviously I was just, no, you don't need it, you're fine, you're fine. So essentially I said, no, this is the time now, I wanna do it. Right. At that point, I won't lie, when I went into the hospital that day, I thought to myself, I'm crazy because I am a small girl, I'm skinny, mm. and here I am going for a tummy tuck. People yes. associate tummy tucks with yes. extreme weight, yeah. and that's actually not the case. That's not the ideal time to do a tummy tuck. If you want to do a tummy tuck, you need to be at your ideal weight and then do a tummy tuck. A tummy tuck essentially is going to just fix up and finalize your body. But if you still have a lot of weight to lose and you mm. do a tummy tuck and you lose weight after that, you're going to be left with more skin. Mm. So now you're going to be left with a problem of, okay, now I have to do a second one, which now it starts causing issues because now you have scar tissue. So sure. Okay. So it's a yes. tummy tuck. And then Gosh. on the face. Yes. No, no, no. Sorry, we've missed one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with making my boobs smaller from bigger boobs, on the sides of my body, I was left with two like fat pockets. Okay. Because essentially if you think when you're tightening and lifting, it's not like it's just the front. Your side is also going up. Right. So I was left with essentially two fat pockets on the sides of my body. So I went to my surgeon and I'm like, listen, like I can I can't have every time I wore a bikini or anything, there was this like fat pocket hanging off the side. And I said, I can't have that. So he said, Listen, if we do lipo, you're gonna be stuck with again. It's just gonna be loose skin. It's not gonna sort it out. Yeah. So I was actually one of the first people they did the surgery with and he said he doesn't do it because people don't like the scars. But for me, you got the scars tattoos. don't matter because I tattoo over it. So I'll actually show you. You can see the scar here. Oh, I see. And this side, there's one this side. Sorry, I'm busy showing you. Oh, I see. Okay, there's yeah, you there. would see it if you didn't have you, the tattoos. You would, yeah. it, you would see it um, mm. because the scar is quite hectic. I'll try and see if my husband can find a picture of the actual like scar. But essentially, they cut down my sides and removed all that fat, and I was left with two long scars, like L-shaped scars on the side of my boobs, which now I have tattooed over. Yeah. So I think when it comes to all these surgeries, there's so much that you need to consider. And sometimes one surgery is not enough. Unfortunately, one surgery leads to... Oh. They say that one surgery leads to another because you become addicted to not, the surgery. Yeah, not, would not you say even, that's true? I mean, I would probably say I am addicted to it a little bit. I do love being in hospital. That's so weird. I love people looking <laughs> after me. Funny <laughs> enough, I have the same thing. I love when, it. When I have kids, when I had my kids, I that was it. the best part. It's oh being gosh. able to press a button and someone they come and help bring you. bring you food. Your, your bed moves up and down. Yeah. Like, it's, I just love I get, it. I get it's it. like a holiday. Right. Okay, so, so we got the, the side yes, uh, operation. Four breast orgs. Tummy tuck, um, side, side fat things, the side fat things, uh, the lipo with it, and then with my face, my face, I have done quite a bit of stuff, but not not heavy like surgical stuff that yeah. I needed to be under for. So it's yeah. all stuff that you're awake for. 
They call it non-surgical. Mm. So you are awake when they do it. Okay. Gosh, I've had so much on my face. But if I go back, I've had what they call a thread lift. So essentially, they make holes in the side of your face here, above your cheek, mm -hmm. and they go through with a cannula. <laughs> and they break through all the levels of your, like through the middle layer of your skin until they reach like, what is this fold called here? Like your, your nasal fold? Okay. That area. And it's got the end of this thing that they put there. It's got like a barb on it. And it hooks it. It like hooks. And then essentially they like pull it back and it gives you a bit of like a, if they call it like, it's like a thread facelift. I think I've seen those, yeah. Yeah. So I had, I think there's four on the side and four on the side. But again, that is very dependent on your face, what you want to do. They can do lifts from different areas. Okay. For me, I wanted the folds by my nose lifted. Okay. So that is why we did it from my ears to my nose. But I think you can lift from like the chin. You can lift your eyes up. Have you seen that fox eye thing? No. Where they actually... <laughs> fox eye. Yeah, they call it a fox <laughs> eye. So they actually put the threads above like the top of your head yeah, and they pull your eyebrows up and it gives you like that fox eye. Okay. I have not had that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I haven't had it yet. So we had the thread lift. Yeah. Then we had something. I had something called Sculptra, which again, essentially, is they put a hole and then like a cannula, and it's filler. Yeah. So this is not threads like the thread lift. Right. This is filler that fills out the sides of your face, mm -hmm. which also essentially adds volume and lifts your face. I've had that. Then I've had, obviously, microblading. Right. You haven't done your tattoos. nose. No, I have not done my nose. I actually wow. have a good nose. Okay. Yeah, I've had the microblading. Then I've had my lips done. Right. Lip and that's filler. that's filler, yeah. So, but lip filler, I need to warn people on this because okay. I, I had it do done. That. Yeah. Listen, it's be it's amazing, but if you do not pick somebody that is good, never go just because it's the cheapest. Don't right. ever do that. Right. I mean, if I have to recommend someone, I have a doctor that has fixed my lips because I had someone in Joburg that absolutely wrecked them. I was left with these massive lips. They used the wrong filler. So instead of using filler that only lasts six months, they put filler in that actually was like a, just like a permanent filler and it caused scar tissue, which I had to have taken out yeah oh my gosh no it was such a stuff up and Ooh. i was left uneven like the lips listen if you go a little bit wrong in any corner it's uneven and lumpy in the sun it looks lumpy so i had to have my lips dissolved twice because i went to that doctor then i went to another doctor to try fix it and again nothing so eventually i found a doctor can i say her name yeah dr vendaya um dr vendaya padiachi she's brilliant she dissolved them finally we had to actually go in and she had to inject under my lips there were these hard like lumps oh, formed no. from like scar tissue help. yeah no it's <laughs> so if you left it under my lip you could actually see these massive lumps and we had to have that taken out um, and literally like, which meant directly injecting into the lump and mm. putting the filler, like this, I don't know what they call it, like a filler dissolver mm. in it to dissolve it and then redoing it. I also opted to go smaller <laughs> because I realized the big lips don't suit me. Yeah. So that is the lips. My gosh. Wow. And your ears? No, no. I've never done my ears. Okay. Karen, what would I have done my ears? <laughs> I don't know. People do ears. ears. So here's the thing. Mummy makeovers have become extremely popular. Yes. Uh, and the reason it's gotten the name Mummy Makeover is that a lot of women uh, who've had kids want to go back to the body they had before or even mm -hmm. a body that they never even had. Better. Yeah, better, never yeah. had, but want to to have this experience of, mm. of getting into this, this shape. Now, some women can expect to go down one size, two sizes, and even more. 
as you sit now as Jojo and you've done all these procedures, mm-hmm. do you feel that you at like the perfect like hundred percent? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm very happy with my body at the moment. Listen, like <laughs> there's still surgeries I want to do, which is unfortunate. Like I feel like I shouldn't want to. Like what? So I feel like my arms are jiggly. Oh look gosh. at this fat arm. So I want to look at this. I want to have it cut out, <laughs> but oh again, gosh. I'm going to be left with a very long scar. scar. Yeah. And now remember, I'm already tattooed. Mm. So that's essentially meaning I'm going to have to cover an old tattoo, which is going to look. It's not going to look the same. Mm. So I want to have this cut out and I wanted a tiny little bit, just a tiny bit more liposuction. But my doctor, Dr. Paul McGar, he was just like, you don't need it. Like there's nothing else to suck out. They can only suck out a certain amount of your body fat. Yeah. They can't suck out past that. So he just said, I don't have any more fat to suck okay. out. <laughs> so I was like crying about it. It sounds so bad, but I was so sad because I was like, I just want one more surgery, please. Right. <laughs> So I think for a lot of women, the big question is, uh, mm. is the recovery wow, yeah. worth it? Because I remember watching your Instagram mm. and you said, this time I feel like I was going to die. Yes. This recovery was so, awful. It's very surgery dependent. So which surgery you're doing, mm-hmm. the recovery is a lot worse. So let's look at the typical mommy makeover. That would be a t- tummy tuck with mm. liposuction and a breast augmentation or lift. Your, so that if, normally happens all together. Three of them. Yeah. So firstly, there's not even doctors, a lot of doctors that will do all those together, hey, because they are in themselves such long surgeries and putting them all together puts you under anesthesia for a much longer period of time, which leads to other complications. Mm. So like my surgeon, for instance, doesn't like doing all of those things together. Um, well, at the time he didn't. Then I also don't know if I would recommend doing all those things together mm. because recovery on a tummy tuck alone and lipo because they do it together so mm. tummy tuck and lipo will be done together that alone was one of the worst recoveries i've ever had talk me through it because no. i think that's the one i think every woman has had yes. a tummy like i would love yes. to chop my baby tummy off yes all right um and i know that mm. for example kanye west his mm. mom died on the on the operating table doing a tummy tuck so, so that's always is, my this is the thing i think you'll hear so you must remember now in a normal day we have Thousands of women that do a surgery, but you'll hear about the one that had a bad reaction. Mm-hmm. You can drive a car and have an accident. Mm. So I don't think that you should worry about, okay, this woman had a had a problem that that's going to happen to mm. you. I don't mm. think that that's the case. I mm. think, unfortunately, circumstances leads could be like could be a health issue. It could be many things. We mm. don't know. Mm. But I wouldn't worry about that. The recovery, though, you have to be willing and ready to give up two weeks of your life so if so you flat, have flat flat because i've had a, a caesar twice yeah no it's very different and, and the pain i could sort of do. no i was, was walking me, within three days no vibes. for me this surgery was very very bad so how long was it before you got up and stood um so listen you have to stand straight away because you have to get your body blood your blood flowing so i think the next day i was standing because they had a catheter in the minute the catheter was out i had to walk around But you have to now remember with that surgery, they're essentially tightening all of your muscles. So you basically feel like you're a C. Picture a C, like the the, the letter C. (laughs) You're bent over like a C. Your muscles are tight. So you you aren't able to fully extend. Oh, I can feel it tearing. Yes. I think it's also part in your brain because you're like, it's going to tear. But you just cannot fully extend. Mm -hmm. Um, Night times, you can't lay flat back because you can't get up. You have no muscle strength because your muscles have been 
like cut through. They've been cut through and sewn up, and you can't put pressure on your muscles, or it will tear the muscle. Oh, so <laughs> you can't do much with those stomach muscles. So you have to sleep upright. I think mm. I slept upright for a week. Mm. Calvin mm. had to, my husband had to help me get out of bed. I couldn't, I had, I couldn't roll out. I couldn't get out of bed. He had to literally grip me and pull me out of bed to get me out of bed because I was not able to move for the first, I'd say, four or five days. You, you cannot move you can't get up even if you get in a couch and you're too deep in the couch you are stuck you are stuck so what i would recommend if you are doing a tummy a tummy tuck a mommy makeover make sure your kids are looked after because you will not be able to look month. after them or no two weeks two weeks okay. two weeks so have somebody on hand to take care of your kids you won't be able to drive for two weeks so mm. you must remember that um, and you go to the loo because i know with the caesar you don't go to the toilet sometimes no sometimes you do you but do. it takes a while to get it flowing if you know what i mean wow. <laughs> yeah you're constipated yeah so the first time you go to the loo it's a little bit sore yeah it's a little because you can't push oh my God. <laughs> so you have to hope it just slides out jeez <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm so okay. sorry and oh, then i know with the with the tummy tuck as well, yes. um, it can get infected if not it can. after. It can. It can a hundred percent get infected. Mm. You must remember, you've got to cut from hip to hip. Ooh. From hip to hip. If you do not look after that, I mean, you get a tape that you have to replace every few days. Mm. If you don't look after it, dirt gets into it. Like oh, any no. cuts, you can get infected, but on a level that now your body is already not doing well mm. because your body is trying to recover from a major surgery. So if you get an infection on top of that, it's 10 times worse because you don't have the antibodies and the things to fight the infection that you usually would have because mm. your body's in depleted mode as it is. Yeah. So you have to be very careful. I did not get an infection. I was perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you have to stay away from people because if you get sick, the same like an infection, you do not heal the same. Like you won't heal the same because oh. it'll take longer because your body is depleted right. of all of its nutrients of everything. So you need to give yourself a good two weeks. Um, you need to just say to yourself for two weeks, I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to be at home. Mm. Um, it was horribly painful, but was it worth it? 100%. I was going to ask you that. Would I do it again? No, because I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but if I knew what the recovery was going to be, would I still do it? 100%. Mm. I do not regret it. Um, just the confidence it's given me mm. and the way I feel. It doesn't even matter about anyone else. It's just been a life-changing thing for me because yeah. I was super conscious about the loose skin that I had. And to be able to change that, it's life-changing. Mm. So if you are in a position where you can do it, 100% do it. Yeah. But no, you need a good recovery period. You need to give your body rest. You can't be like, oh, in a week, I'm going to be cleaning Back the house, doing this. Water, yeah. No. You, if you injure yourself, you will be in long-term damage. So you have to be careful. But if you're willing to give up two weeks, just take pain medication. You have to take a lot of pain medication to get through it. Know that for four days, you're going to be very sore. But mm, it passes. Mm, mm, mm. Like it passes. So you had some bag that oh gosh, you were carrying yes, around. Oh, gosh, the blood bag. You had a blood bag just gosh, after that surgery. Is the worst. It's the, a little the worst. blue fluffy bag. Yes. What was in that bag? So that was actually a little, my little blue fluffy bag. But inside that bag was a blood bag. So it's called a drain. So essentially, when they do these surgeries, you have a hole in the side of your stomach with a tube that goes into your body. <laughs> 
sorry, it's so bad. And that basically drains all the excess fluid to prevent you from getting inflamed and your body to, because it's hard to explain this, but basically it's Amitak, you must remember now, they've taken all the fat away and your new skin, your skin that they've cut has to basically form against your muscles. So if fluid gets in between that, it's going to be jiggly and you're making fat pockets again. Mm. So you're going to be left with more fat pockets where the fat will just go in and you'll just be, in a year's time, you'll be in the same problem. So this drain essentially just takes all of that fluid out to prevent that from happening because the fluid can also get infected. Mm. That is how infection happens. Mm. So Mm. yeah, you've got Mm. a, a drain in. The drain is there for and then do you four do days. you change the bag every yes, day? Yes, every day you got to change your blood, your blood, and you have to um, measure it. So you'll have a oh my gosh, Judith. so sick. <laughs> You've got to empty this drain, this blood bag, every yeah. day into a little like a measuring jug yeah. and you have to record it so that when you go for your after a week back to your doctor he has to it has to be under a certain amount before he'll remove that drain so if you are still leaking too much and draining too much the bag will stay longer so there's not a set time that the drain is going to stay in you if you are still leaking it will stay longer so wow. yeah but i mean probably three days to a week max with the drain i think mine was four or five days i can't remember wow yeah um, and it's gross hey the drain is gross because you got to carry this blood bag around with you everywhere and it can't just hang because it's <laughs> hanging from your body <laughs> it's so sick so you have to sort of keep it elevated a bit yeah it's gross it's very gross and then it's it's smelly <laughs> Oh, wow. So it has a smell. It is, smells like rotten blood. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you carry this rotten blood No, it doesn't around. smell. Only when you open it and yeah. drain it, it yeah. smells like rotten blood. Wow. But when you, when it's in the thing, it's, you don't smell it because it's in a contained plastic thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't smell it. So you've gone through these processes and these operations to obviously obtain and you look absolutely fantastic oh, I must you. say um, if I could look like this without having to go all through all the stuff you right. went through <laughs> it'll be a check from me I know, uh, but right. hearing about the smelly bag <laughs> yeah a cut from hip to hip uh, it's Hectic. a lot it's a lot to take in and that's part of why I wanted to do um, this podcast before we wrap it up I think a big question mm. is how much would you say overall? All Sorry, the search. That's this is my fat wow. picture. Wow. Would you think that's me? Wow. Look at that. <laughs> I just showing Carol my that fat picture. That doesn't look like you. I told you you would not believe it. That was me. Wow. And this Hectic. is before you were pregnant at this time? Um, no, no. That was after pregnancy because wow. I had gained so much weight. So this was about two months after being pregnant. And the weight that I had gained was just so intense from the IVF. I mean, that's a whole podcast on its own. Wow. But And um, how much, just out of interest, how much um, kilos in fat were, were taken out? They don't say kilos. It's in like liters. So oh. I think it's like five liters or something. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. This, this year but they call it liters. It's 1.5. So you're yeah. saying five liters? No. Uh, uh, honestly, I'm going to lie if I tell okay. you. I don't know. But okay. it's in liters. Okay. But they can only take out so much. So there's a maximum amount they can take out. Mm-hmm. But for me, liposuction is sculpting. So you've already lost the weight and you want to sculpt it. You know, if you've got those fat mm. pockets on the side, if you have the fat pocket on the front, liposuction will sculpt that. But massive amounts, it's not going to do a massive difference because they can only take so much out. Right. My sister and I have a, uh, actually, it's my sister's friend. She mm. went in for for liposuction yes and she died 
Wow, Carol, this is so depressing. I man. know, right? I'm saying Stop this because because the the, the, the reality oh. is that I think when women go into my mummy makeovers, mm. they they look at you, for example, as the pinnacle of how it will go. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. gonna come out looking, feeling great, hundred percent. But the the dark side of it that a lot of people don't investigate before choosing dodgy doctors or Very leaving much the country, the right doctor, yeah. you know, to go and do it in another country because yes. it's cheaper. Never go um, for cheaper. Never um, thinking about. The, the downside which is mm. the infections that can happen yeah. uh, the fact that you, you're putting your body under mm. duress and it's a serious operation it's a serious operation and you need to go to somebody who's very skilled 100%. in doing that it's definitely not to be taken lightly yes yes definitely so, not how much would you say you spent Wow, Yo. for for everything, just like as a combined price, even with say? the tattoos. Uh, no tattoos aside, tattoos yeah, aside, yeah, yeah. okay, just the body. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe eight hundred k. Wow, yeah, my last surgery was like one hundred and fifty. Sorry. Wow. Listen, surgeries are expensive, hey? Yeah. And I think this is the problem is a lot of people will go to a cheaper doctor. Or leave the country. You or know, go Turkey's overseas. Turkey's become very popular for, because, for mommy makeovers. Yeah, because it's cheaper and that's not the route to go. Like mm. you need to make sure the person you're going to is extremely professional because you can be left dead. Mm-hmm. You can be left with issues. So I would rather say save up and get the correct doctor doing your surgery mm. unfortunately it, it's not a cheap thing it's mm. you know it's a luxury it doesn't it's not something that's yeah that's I don't say luxury it's not the right it is word. a luxury because medical aid will not, not pay yes so it's, it's not, luxury yeah it's something that you need to if you can save mm. up for and do mm. it properly mm. because you're going to end up with a lot more bills mm. if you go to someone that is not capable of doing it so. have you had any uh, complications with all of my surgeries. Yeah. What, 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 if you have, can you give us not one? Not with my cosmetic surgeries, okay. no. Okay. I had with my pregnancy, okay. having a pregnancy, but not with my cosmetic surgeries. Okay, no. well, that's a good Literally, thing. Literally, the only complication is pain. Dealing wow. with a shit ton of pain. Because uh, No, you can say shit ton. It's okay. cool. It's a podcast, so a we can say that. A lot of pain. Okay. <laughs> Just pain. But I've never had a bad reaction to any cosmetic surgeries or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, That's the good. only thing I would say is the fact that I had to cut my sides out because of a surgery. Right. So because I had that one boob surgery and then I was left with fat pockets on the side and yeah. then I had to do a second surgery to cut that out. I mean, does that count as a complication? No. No, that okay. wouldn't. Look, I mean, I've heard of <laughs> girls going in for, for breasts, lifts and stuff and nipples mm. die. Because nipples die. Yes, they cut they cut them off. Yeah, so. they die. They go black and they die. Yeah, and then you don't I them. actually I, I do. I can tell you something. Okay. So the first the first boob surgery I ever had. Mm. So no, not the first one. The first breast lift I mm. ever had, where mm. they cut the nipples out. Mm. They have to tape it. So so they tape around the nipple and down and like around the bottom. And part of my nipple when I removed the tape lifted. Oh no! The nipple came off with the plaster. Oh, oh my gosh! I know. And, and then, then what did you do? No, so obviously I went back to the doctor, but he's like, "No, it will just heal," and it just healed. And it did just heal. <laughs> yeah, because wow. just the, like the corner of it like lifted. Oh my gosh, that must have been traumatic. It was so disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> there comes the nipple. <laughs> okay, here we go. The big question for the reason for the podcast is: mm. Mommy makeovers. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it? One million percent, it's worth it. As moms, we do so much and we deserve something in return. We deserve to be happy. It doesn't have to be for anyone else. If it is for you and you can do it, do it. 100% I'm for it. Why should we be walking around unhappy with ourselves if we are able to fix it? So, Mm -hmm. you know. You're incredibly brave, Jojo. 
What? <laughs> very crazy. I mean, not only I think is it sixty, seventy percent of your body is seventy percent, maybe um, a bit more now, right? Yeah. And I know you're on a I've mission. Added more, yeah. To to change the stigma around tattoos, hundred percent, and the artistry yeah. behind it. Yes. And then on top of it, you on this journey to live your best life, literally physically your best life, mm. and you've done that. With all mm. the risks and everything, you've done it. So you're incredibly brave. I think a lot of ah. women would love to do the procedures. Yes. AKA me. And are very nervous. Yeah. Very, very nervous. Um, you shouldn't be nervous, Carol. Uh, about the process. But we're going to be chatting to your doctor. Yeah. Oh, Dr. McCoy. Yeah, we're going to chat to are your you doctor. Gonna, I love him so much. You're going to love him. And we want to hear from him. He's you brilliant. Know, what he says about mommy makeover and whether or not it's worth it. Jojo mm. Robinson, you are the Yay, best. You are thanks, not only the most tattoos, uh, but I think the most surgeried <laughs> in <laughs> South Africa, that is. Um, and the most open to yes. talk about it. And I'm I think that's always lovely. Too. That's always lovely. Thank you so much for being so candid. Thank you, of um, course. And thank you it so much fun. for just, you know, sharing a part of you that... Uh, a lot of ladies hide because I think they they think that it's nicer for people to know that it's it sort of happened. I went for a walk five times yeah, a day, and, all of a sudden, and that's how I look. And the truth yeah, is, the truth natural. is, there's a works. lot of celebrities that yeah. I have heard have gone into doctors' rooms, and I only hear mm. this because I've got family that are nurses yeah. in, the, in these operating rooms, and they're like, "That one, please." Yeah, and they pretend she that came it's in normal. for a mummy makeover. That's not yeah. natural because that's and giving so false wrong. reality, like a false view of yes. what real looks like. It's so wrong. Yeah, because so a lot of the they need to say, "I'm altered." Hundred yeah. percent. And I think people respect them more yeah. if they said, "Listen, I do put in a little bit of work, but." I've mm. also done this work. Yeah. And know. listen, there's nothing wrong with natural and there's nothing wrong with altered. Right. It totally is your decision on what makes you feel happy. Mm. So if you're happy natural, then that's amazing. Mm. Like, I wish I was happy natural. <laughs> mm. But, you know, for me and my mindset, I just wasn't. So mm. I was able to change that. But, yeah, it's completely just about the mindset and what you want out of your life. And right. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yay, surgery. Yay, surgery. <laughs> I love surgery. it. Well, Jojo, thank you once again for being so honest, so candid. Awesome. And uh, we'll love seeing you on the TV, Ooh. Real Housewives of Durban. Oh. And uh, we'll love seeing you on the social media streets as you get yes. more and more tattoos. Are you going to get more? I actually just had one like four days ago. I'm still suffering. <laughs> <laughs> My leg is so sore. And are yeah. we going to do more? Or is it, I've is already this a booked in two weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so are we doing so, more? Are we yeah, doing more? Because I have a I have a goal. Like yeah. a, there has to be like what's the goal? My leg has to be done, okay. and then my bum cheeks, okay. <laughs> and then I'm redoing the arm, and then the other side of my neck, and okay. then I'm done. Okay. So basically, neck done, but I can't tattoo. This is also something you can't tattoo around the boob area. Okay. Because when you do surgeries, then it can get altered. Mm -hmm. So I don't tattoo the boob area. Okay. But everywhere else, I plan on being tattooed, but not the hands, because my boobie says no hands. Okay. I don't know why. Because it's weird Because like It makes no difference <laughs> But anyway And no face I will not tattoo the face Okay Because I do too much To the face Imagine Like covering that up With tattoos no. Yeah no. Alright Well thank you again Jojo For being with us Amazing. On the Carol Lafori Podcast And now We know If you enjoyed my podcast Please follow Or subscribe to it Via ecr.co.za Under podcasts and then you'll get alerts about new episodes. And please don't keep the Carol Afori podcast to yourself. Let's make the circle bigger. You can also email your big questions to my producer, Rory, at ecr.co.za.